Blog Talk Radio. Did the number. Uh came home from work early today, hopefully uh to get an exclusive inter- interview here from everybody's favorite Gunter Kronsteiner. So uh I'm hoping it I'm hoping it works. But we're gonna see here soon and shortly. I sent uh Gunter the number. Um not sure if uh where Pauly Boy is. Hopefully uh he's around. He's not working, he's a he's a teacher, so that dude's ready for some summertime partying. So uh, maybe that's uh, good. Maybe it's bad. Maybe we don't know. I hear that uh, that that Facebook shit keep going off. I gotta get off my Facebook, I guess, huh? So uh, you, all right? Well, some stuff looks good. Some stuff doesn't look so good. But it says we're on the air. Might be just me yammering right now. Well, I know it is. See if Gunther calls in. Um, if anybody's listening to this crap until Gunther calls in, if you can call the show or uh, text, whatever whatever you want to do. Um, Try to text Paul to see if it's working. Um, I guess maybe I can open the chat room. I sent Gunther the number already, right? Yeah. So, see if uh, see what's going on here. Maybe we should, yeah. Let's, you know what? Let's let's cut DJ Applehead something. Go ahead, DJ. Hey, Striker fans! This is Matt from White Tie Affairs, the official DJ company of the Red Light District's Tailgate Party. Are you having a party or know someone who is? Then give us a call at nine five four. Six four nine two one three nine. Check out our website, whitetiefairs.com. Uh, yeah, there. Uh, that was DJ uh, Applehead. All right, so I text Gunter the uh, the number. I'm still waiting for him. Hopefully, uh, you know, I guess in Slovakia it takes a little while to dial and go through. So we'll see if. Uh, See if it works. I think that's where he is, Slovakia or some shit. 713-955-0711. If you want to call into the tailgate show. 713-955-0711. Uh, 
I'm waiting to see. Uh, uh, he wants to know what you dialed before the 713 on Mod On. Who knows that? Christ. I don't know that. Uh, so I, I probably, um, what do you, what do you, uh, country code, right? Isn't that what they call it? Country code? He asked me what he calls before 713. Uh, you ever call America? So, all right, so, uh. I'm waiting to see what he does. He's uh, I just messaged him again. Oh, mod on! It's thundering and lightning here. You watch. God's gonna, God's gonna, knock, the other God's gonna knock me off the phone with God. Unless that's if he calls in. Hopefully he does. Dying to hear Gunther's voice. You know what I'm saying? You got to hear that. I, Chris, I would love to come back. I would love to hear him say that. So uh, I have a couple questions for Gunther, obviously. Uh, getting more messages here. This is probably the worst sounding show in North America, but now, <laughs> Abby, Abby wants to know what time now. Just waiting for Gunter. If not, I guess I can call Gunter. Um, I don't. I guess it would call via Skype. I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. I really don't. I hope this is whatever. I'm mad. Abby's hopefully Abby, uh, Abby's checking it now. Check it. I'll text him. Really, I know I should have done this beforehand. I got before you know started this whole thing. But hey, listen, I'm trying to get it done quick. I came. I rushed home from work because I asked him to call in Thursday. I told him it was you know we get on the air at seven. <laughs> You know, like two o'clock in the morning there, and wherever he's at, at Slovakia place or whatever. So, uh, you know, obviously not going to make the coach wake up at two o'clock in the morning. So I rushed home from work, hoping uh, he would uh, call in. So still, still waiting for him, and uh, maybe maybe Abby could just call into the show. That'd be cool. If he at least called in and kill, help me kill some time here till the coach figures things out. Um, what's the call? Oh, hold on. I think I see something here. Hold on. Hello? Hello, hello, Chris? <laughs> that is God. I know God's voice anywhere I hear it. You know what? You were sending me a number. Nobody in the world has a number like this. <laughs> it's blog talk radio. God, they probably made the number up. I don't know what, how they do it. Jesus Christ, it's easier to reach Clinton than to reach you. <laughs> Dude, you still got a great sense of humor, man. We miss you so much. Well, listen, let me let me start off here. Well, what are you up to? Okay. What are you doing? What are you doing? I was working in the garden now like an animal. You would not believe how I look right now. You're filthy? Oh, my God. Unbelievable. I have to go and shower now because Valera will leave me otherwise. I saw that. I saw. <laughs> I saw the dog. I saw you out there work. Uh, the picture you're working in the garden. You you planted yeah, like vegetables and stuff. Sorry. Like vegetables and stuff, or like plants. 
I'm not planting anything. I have so many trees with so much fruit trees, you know, and I have so much other stuff in the garden. It's crazy. I will invite you guys to come here and help <laughs> me with my garden. All right. Hey, listen, I'm in. But so, so what? what so you said it's like uh, I know it's early in the morning when the show starts. So what time is it there now? Now, Chris, what yeah. am I, I tell you the exact time. Now. It's six hours difference. Oh, it's six hours difference. Okay. All right. Six so hours I, I, difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got you. All right. Cool. And and speaking of Valeria, how is she? Oh, she's fine. You know, she's she's sitting here. I have to work. I have to cook. I have to clean. I have to do everything. <laughs> And she puts the legs up. You know, this is how it is. Yeah. Wait. Listen. Hey, listen. You want a you want a young hot girlfriend like that? That's what you got to put up with, bro. It's just the way it works. Yeah. But she's not young anymore. She's nearly my age. <laughs> oh, she just looks young. <laughs> oh, she's gonna she kill you for that. You know? yeah. yeah. She's killing me already. She gives me the bad look already. You know. Yeah. Of course. You, you can't talk about a woman's age. They don't like it. Right, ah, Chris. You know we are we are the big shots at home. You know. I know, of course. The you, thing you got... is, you we are, we are making the rules, no? I, well, listen, we we try and push that through, you know, but a lot of times uh, it doesn't work out that way. Uh, I know, I know. You know? <laughs> I'm just talking, <laughs> but not living like this. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm gonna um, you know. Obviously, there's been a lot of noise going along around. You know, uh, we haven't been doing very well, and uh, and you know, it it was just so great when you were here. And I was reading through some like uh, some stuff on you, and I saw this thing that was kind of like a kind of like a resume. Uh, but okay. it, it, it's one thing it said that I was I was uh, I was re- very intrigued by. It says he used to travel around Austria helping out failing clubs. Turn turn things around into more successful clubs. He has served as a head coach, supporting director of Austrian, and I mean, what makes you a specialist like that? That you go around and and fix teams like that? No, the thing is very easy, Chris. You know, because I always believe that most of the people, you know, who are now in a young age, they don't have the the, the right attitude. You know. They don't even know which chance they got, you know, when they can become a professional soccer player. So they, in my opinion, are not working hard enough. And most of the coaches, when they come to the club, they feel ready. When we don't win, you know, I'm getting fired. You know, and you cannot go somewhere and come with this attitude and still turn these this, this young guys, which have to work, in my opinion, much harder to achieve goals. You know, when you come with this attitude as a coach already, there, hopefully they don't fire me after a couple of rounds, you know. So mm-hmm. I was different with this. I go there because I'm not, not planning. That's why I was never the, 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 you know, very much uh, in love with, with the ownership, as you anyways know, <laughs> you know, because that's the way it is. When you go your own way, you have to do your own way. I want to make people better, you know, when they do their job. And when I think I should be the expert for this, then I tell them what he has to do, not he's telling me what, what he wants to do, you know. And this is what I experience everywhere. So when somebody called me, I basically made everything better, everything till now. I don't know one thing which really, you know, was, was, was suffering after I came there. You know, and, and people know this, but I'm not easy to work with because of this, this what I just told you. You know, so I'm not, I'm not in the ass from, from some big shots, you know, just to have a job. I don't, I don't want this. You want me? This is the amount what, what I want, and I'm asking for this. 
And you know, and I promise you, I know this. I make your team better. This is this is what they always did because I know most of the young people, Chris, they are not working hard enough. They just think, for example, in Florida, when you come there, that's a great vacation place. So people come there. Wow, we are in Miami or we are in Fort Lauderdale or whatever we are. No, you are not in Miami. You are not in Fort Lauderdale. You are on a soccer field. So work your ass off. You know, at first, that you deserve to be there with your family. That's the first thing. That's why, you know, when you when you are able to bring this in the brain from the people, then they perform different. And this yeah. is what they know because I'm used to this. My father was was, was tough for me my, my whole life, you know. I was a skier and later I become a profes- professional soccer player. He made me go up already in the morning, going up to the slope. There was no lift or something going up there. I had to walk up there and drive down and go up again. I was mad like crazy, you know, but this is, I think, this is how we can achieve some goals because everybody does the same thing. You want to be better, do more. Exactly. You know, That's the way to do it. Simple, you know? You know, this, is, this is how it works. There's, there's not nothing. Nothing comes from nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you know that you have a certain amount of, of, of other players in your squad, you know, and you want to make it to the, the first 11, you, want, you need to show me that you want more than the other one. Either work harder, fight, you know, in a different kind of way. I don't care when you make from time to time a mistake. I can even lose a game, you know, because you made a mistake. And I know that you're an extremely hard worker. You will play in my squad. You know, and when Mm. people slowly realize this, everybody gives a little bit more. You know, everybody gives 10% more. So that's a lot in soccer because most of the teams are even, you know. So when you are able to get out a little bit more, a higher percentage from each player, then you're able to do something a little bit special. This is what I always think and believe in. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, a, a lot of people have said that um, that last year's team was probably one of the lowest paid in the NASL, yet you found a way to get them to the finals. What would you say to people that say that? First of all, I 100% agree. I know which budget we had, and I know which budget the other teams had, and I knew this before. And the thing is that most of the most of the players knew this too because some of them got after the season they got offers from other clubs and they said you know what coach I really love to work with you I really love to 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 be by this team but they get two times or three times the amount you know what we got here I said I know when you make the decision based on on your family life or that you want to build something up you're free to go I don't care about this and you want to become a better soccer player and stay one more year. You know, I had so many discussions like this, but that's the way it is, please. We knew this. We had the lowest budget, I think, even from all the clubs there. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw a little uh, interaction with you and Sparky and Foles today. Uh, guys seem like they like you so much that if you came back, they would, they'd come back. Everybody of them, I'm pretty sure, would come back. They would love to come back because, you know, it's very rare, Chris, that when you are, when you are with a team somewhere and you play in, in a league, you know, as a soccer player, I was many years as a professional player too. And I remember now, I remember maybe one or two coaches where I really got the feeling, first of all, I gave everything for this coach because how he treated me and what he tried to get out of me was 100% the correct way in the way how he did it with me. There are so many coaches, you know, they don't know to go to the, the soul from a player, but this is important when you want to make the difference. This is important, and I think every one of the players when I had the chance to work with him on a longer period of time, they realized this, that I was honest about everything. I always said to somebody, because some of the players, as I came to the first time, 
Some of them didn't show up by the practice. I never experienced such a thing before. So I took the people to the side and asked them, so, okay, tell me what was going on. I was sick. I said, tell me now. I don't want to hear any bullshit from you. Why didn't you show up by the practice? And then finally, I figured everybody out. You know, they are not really extremely hard workers. So I told them, I said, you are messing with your talent. You're messing with the possibility to make a better life for your family. You want to do this? You are welcome. You are with me one more week. I give you the chance one more week. You want to change something around like this? You want to support your family better for the future? You are also welcome. Then you are the right person to work with me. Everybody knew this. It was always clear between us. I said to them also, when you have something special that you need really one free day, come to me. Don't lie to me. Come to me and say, you know what? I have this, I have this. I would really like when I can get one free day. You get it from me when I think it's a real reason behind this, what makes sense. But don't play me. Don't play me only one time. I kicked out the best players. I had this at the beginning as I came. They kicked out two of the best players. They thought they are stars. I kicked out. So this is the way it, it, it works, I think, Chris. Otherwise, you know, every coach tries to do the same. Everybody knows already the routine, what they do, what they do on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday. Every coach knows this already. You can read it up in books even. But the personal touch, what you do with your players to make it better, you know, this is what makes a difference between a coach and a very good coach. This is what I always believed, and this is what I always saw. So I replaced some of the biggest coaches now, even in the world. Look at, at, at Joachim Löw. Joachim Löw is world champion. I replaced him. Oh. And I was a little bit more successful as he at the time, you know, not, not what he then achieved with Germany. Heads up for this, what he, what he achieved. World champion, there's nothing to add to, to this. But with the club, I was more successful than him. You know, with, with this, I had Hans Backe. Hans Backe was the Swedish national team coach. It was the same situation. You know, after a while, I replaced Hans, and I was more successful, even if I have deepest respect from this guy. But that's the way it is when you deal with such people and work with such people and realize there's still some room that you can maybe even make a little better than this. You know, then, of course, you will achieve certain, certain goals, you know, what you have in your life, you know, as your goal, you know, in soccer. But when you deal with people, you know, which don't really understand this, 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 this sport at all, you know, they just think, you know, we get this coach, we get this coach. There must be a chemistry between mm -hmm. coach, between the, the people which are working there and the players. And when they all pull on, on, in one direction, then you can achieve goals. Mm -hmm. Only then. That's why I lost. I was going away from one or two clubs after three, four weeks already because I saw it was not working like this. I go because he cannot achieve anything with this. It's not possible. Have you watched this team at all this year? I didn't see the player. Just saw whenever, you know, because here it's a little bit difficult to get the, the, the footage from them. So I was oh, yeah. just looking uh, at the goals, what they, they scored. Well, uh -huh. there was not so much in what they got, yeah. you know. Yeah, you didn't see a lot I of think them, that's there's, for sure. There's a, I, yeah, but I, Chris, I tell you, there's potential there. There's oh, no potential. doubt. I mean, they, they supposedly brought in players that were far better than NASL players. Or, I sh hold on, let me, let me rephrase that. Who have played in leagues higher than the NASL, if you will. Yeah. No, but first of all, you know what is the biggest mistake from most of the, of the foreign people which are coming there? Everybody still thinks, you know, you go to the United States and you play there, and this is even the second division in the United States. Oh, my God, I can easily play there. Right. Oh, you are wrong right there. You are wrong right there. 
trust me, when we with the NSL, some of the teams that play against MLS teams, sorry MLS, we are in the same level as they are. We mm-hmm. proved it. We played two or three times against them. You know, there's no difference at all. There are a lot of national team players from different countries playing in the NSL. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is a very, very strong league. Everybody watches this league, and only the people which really have a little bit an insight looking at, at everything, you know, they know this is a very tough league. Trust me, this. You saw it just now. Amer- United States, you know, against Holland and everything. Look at this. You know what they are doing. Mm-hmm. It's a very tough league, and I love this country for this, what they still have, have in, in, you know, coming up then. Trust me, this will be a very, very strong country. They need just the right people still, what anyways they already have in place there, and do the right thing. How about, how about Fafa? How about Fafa going overseas? Uh, do you have any, any help with that, or does he go and get that on his own? Now, he did this on his own because he had yeah. Camille Chontafalski, I think, who made him, who helped him with this, uh, you know, to, to, to do this. Because Camille was playing for this club one time. And, and, but Faf, it's a tough thing for Fafa to go there, you know. I, I mean, he did it already. Because what you cannot be in Europe is, you know, you cannot be a too nice person in soccer. Because the number 12 already there on the thing, you know, is already mad at you. Because he right. makes much less money than the number 11, you know. That's not like in, in like we were there, you know, everybody makes only peanuts there. And they think everybody's friend from the other one. You need to be a really a very tough coach to make this happen, you know, that everybody is still 100%, you know, behind and, and works really his ass off. Sorry to say it like this, but this is what it is. You know, it's a different ballgame. European soccer in the way, you know, by a club. And like we are there in in the NSL in Florida, that's a different ball game, you know. Right, right. No, sure. Um, let's see. Now, uh, obviously, you saw the T-shirts. What we did. Uh, we listen. We're, it's not that we're unhappy with everything. It's not. I mean, we, you know, we're, we, they've made a lot of great strides with the stadium. They've improved it. Mm-hmm. They've uh, put in new seats. So it's not like these guys are doing a horrible job. I mean, they're doing a good yeah. job, but we're not winning, you know, and we were in the finals last year, and now we don't have Gunther. We don't have all, all of our supporting cast. So, you know, and we miss you. I mean, you were, you were a big part of our lives, a big part of our soccer lives. Uh, it, it's just it, it's crazy. Now, we, we did the T-shirt thing. That was awesome. I, I got to tell you, you know, at first I really thought that maybe it was just us. It was me and my friends that were – the huge Gunther fans, and you know, we, you know, just because we got to hang out with you, and we thought you were great, and all this other stuff. It was amazing. Once I was inside the stadium, how many times people would come up to me and ask me, "Hey, where did you get that shirt? I want a Gunther shirt." It, 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 the love for you is still very, very strong at Lockhart. Yeah, this, this is something. What you know? What I. I cannot even tell you how I felt about this. You know, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say this because you know I'm, I'm a well, grown-up, sixty-year-old European guy. But, but I really liked this a lot. Chris, this was one of the the nicest experiences I made in my life as friends. I'll be honest to you. I was awesome. I was really touched about this. You know, as I saw this because this is something. You know, I just feel extremely sorry that the, the owners, because I agree 100% with you, they did some, some things unbelievably great already, you know? But yes. the main thing, what you should not touch, 
then this is this is a number one rule in soccer. When you have a winning team and you have a team which is already that don't change their something, add only maybe a little bit of spice, but don't change because it's very hard to come together again because most of the people think so many huge clubs they already really messed up everything because they thought we buy the most expensive players, one from there, one from there, one from there, and then we have the best team. I know so many rich people which did this already in the past, in Europe, everywhere. It was back then by Real Madrid, they tried so many years, or Barcelona at the time. I can tell you so many German teams which tried to do this. They got unbelievably rich people in charge of a club, and they bought only the most expensive players. They thought, you with these players, we have three times the budget from the second best champions. They finished somewhere on the bottom of the league, always, because what people completely underestimate is the chemistry. Mm -hmm. The chemistry in a team and how you really work, and you have to have somebody who goes in front of them, and everybody knows very clear what he's asking from you. And when this makes sense, you know, on the field, don't change this. You can mess up so much things. And this is, in my opinion, what I think what they did, because I believe you. And I know it. They did so many great things already. They were really willing to make a great team out there. But as it is always, for example, with Brazilians, when you have the strongest national team in the world, like the Brazilians have, they think when we take somebody even when it's only from the second or from the third division to America, they are the best players there. You are already wrong. You are 100% wrong. So many tried this already. It doesn't work like this. It mm -hmm. doesn't work. And this is what you have to learn. And they will learn this. I'm pretty sure they will learn this. They are smart people and they know exactly you know, what, what they should do, everything. What they just would need is somebody who is responsible for their sport department. For example, Tom Murray was a great guy for right. us. Tom knew exactly. Tom let me make the decision when it comes to the field. And everything else besides this, Tom did, you know, on top of this. He said, you know what, Günther, when you need this player or this player, this is the amount what we have. Mm -hmm. when, when you are, are clear, when you can get this player for this, we are fine with this. So Tom was in charge, everything on you know, but was outside of the field. So we had a very good relationship with this. It was a 100% professional way to work. 100% mm -hmm. professional. It's the only way to work it, Chris. This is the yeah. only way in soccer. When you I, I have never, two I, people. I never, yeah, I never get that, Coach. I never get that, how, why some guy is picking the players and another guy's coaching them. Well, what about if I want to, if I'm running a system and you're not giving me the right guy I need for my system? Yeah, but this is exactly, I, I tell you something, please. I had, I had two offers from, from the biggest teams in Austria back then. I was going there and there was the president sitting across of my thing. His name was Greenberger, by the way. He had a, a, a company that's unbelievably rich like crazy, and that was really the, the, the number one coach at this time. So he wanted me, of course. So I come there and they said, you know what, we want to do this, this, and this. And then he said, how you want to handle this, you know? Because I, I want to buy this play and I want to get this play and I want to get this play. I said, sorry. I said, when you hire me as a coach, I will ask you if you would have the money to buy this player or to get this player for my system. I tell you, because you hired me that I'm the expert for this, what's going on on the field. And you are the expert besides the field for everything and responsible for everything. 
So after one hour, I walked out because he said, so you know what, you don't want the job? I said, under these circumstances, I'm sorry, no. He was offering me really good money at the time, great money, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I walked away because he cannot work this. It's not possible. I would never, ever try to go in the business what the bosses do there because they are smarter than me for this. On mm-hmm. the field, don't explain me anything on the field. I'm 60 years. I did it 45 years now. All kind of clubs, all kind of nationalities, all kind of national team players. You want to tell me something about this? I'm more than willing to learn when you have something to say what I never experienced before. But do you think there's a lot of things that I didn't experience before already? When you work no. 45 years on soccer fields, is not a lot. I'm telling you honestly, it's not a lot. I'm and sure, this I'm is not. always what you have to make clear at the beginning as a coach. When you have a team, I'm responsible for the team. You're responsible for the club. I would never, ever give you any kind of advice how you have to run the whole, the whole club. Never, because I'm not an expert for this. Never was, never will be. On the field, how to handle certain players, what to practice at the time, which tactic I want to play against this one. Don't tell me anything about this. I replaced world champions. Like love. <laughs> You're the so best. Don't, no, but this is, Chris, that's the truth. This is really, this is how it is. This is how it works. Right. You know, so I'm the, I, I'm the nicest guy. I never have a problem with anybody. But you have to, to stay in your line. I stay in my line. I'm not going over this. I know I'm an expert for this. I'm an expert for this. You are one for this. I would never interfere with you because who the hell I, am I? Right, right. You know, this, hey, listen, this is the way you motivate these guys is is big and huge. Can you can you give us a little hint on like how that whole uh, how about the championship game, for example? Like, uh, I mean, wh- how did that all work? I mean, like you guys get there and give, just take us through a little bit of you know that whole motivational thing. You know, getting them to the finals, and then once you're there, what what goes on? The thing is, you know, this is my my secret. Thing, what I'm doing with them. The first thing, Chris, what I think what is the most important thing that every people needs this. When he sits across from somebody, he has to really to see this and understand this, that he is honest to him, that he doesn't play games with him. So when I go in a, in a, in a, in a room with them, you know, and I make my speech to them, and it's a championship game, I tell them, how often as a soccer player, you maybe will have a situation like this, that you walk out on the field and you play to be champion. How often in your soccer life you have this? One time? Two times? When you have it three times, then anyways you have to play already by Bayern Munich or somewhere else. You know, so this is what it is. And then you have really to talk very precise about everything and make them feel that they are special because they made it there. You know, but I don't want to go in details with this because this is my personal way, but I think one of the reasons why most of the players still, even if I be hard on them and tough on them, they still always like me. I'd be one of these coaches, even after 10, 15 years, I still get, get, get letters, I still get messages from players which I had before, and everybody always says it was the best time what they had. But it's not because I'm going out and celebrate with them. It's not because I'm going out and party with them. It's because they really know exactly 
what the deal was. I told mm. him exactly, this is what I'm expecting from you. Nothing more and nothing less. But precise, and most of the coaches, when you listen to coaches by speech, inside the locker room, when you go to inside and listen, you know, most of the time, me as a player, when I would be the player there, I would not know what he's asking me. I would not know. And this mm-hmm. was also one of my strengths always. I, everybody who steps on the field knows 100% what you have to deliver to make me happy. It's not that you win only, it's how you perform. And what I'm asking you, you have to know exactly what you have to do to satisfy me as a coach. And when you can make this with them, you know, that everybody who steps on the field, then for sure it's very hard to beat such a team, even when you don't have the quality of the players from maybe from some other teams. But then everybody knows exactly his role, what they have to do. I watched now some games of them, of the strikers, not the whole, but just these highlights. Because we, I only get these highlights here, you know? They go yeah. and this. Chris, mm-hmm. there yes. are certain things right inside, only for me to see this. It would never happen with me. I'm, I tell you honestly, it can't be. Because the positioning from some of the players where they play is just not possible with me. Because you will never step on the field again when you do this. Never, ever. And I make it very clear to you before already. Yes, I agree. And this I know. Is exactly, everyone has to know this. Everyone has to know exactly what I'm asking him. When somebody shoots a goal from 30 meters exactly in the, in, the, in the winter, you cannot do anything against this. When a goalkeeper makes a mistake and he goes under his belly, you cannot do anything against this. But everything else besides this, you are in charge. You mm-hmm. better perform. You better do exactly what I'm asking you. Otherwise, you play one time. And this <laughs> is the last time. And everybody ask, knew this. I got a question. Uh, you know, one thing, you know, with uh, all of our Bra- new Brazilian players down here, uh, do do different players from different places have different characteristics? Or is everybody, you know, just pick up what they pick up? You know what I experienced in in my past is most of the players, it's very clear. When you have a German player, we all know this. They're very much focused. They, you can tell them he, he delivers this, what you're asking 100% when you're talking them. And Brazilian players, these are, these are technically most of the time very good players. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is like with an artist. They always want to do more. That's good. They always try to do a little bit more than you're asking them. But this is exactly the risky part. That's exactly the risky part. I don't want to see more from you. You know, but they, they think they have the ability basically really do always the best. When you look at the Brazilian team, when did they play their best thing? Brazilians. As they had also Tunga. Tunga was very tough on them. They were very well organized. When they had even better players before, they didn't perform so well. They didn't make any big titles at this time, even if they had the best players at this time. But they need a tough coach. Dunga was, was going through a school from Germany. You know, he, was, he was, was really tough on them. Everybody knew what they can do. And then you have success. Because these players from Brazil, they're the most talented. We don't need to talk about this. We all know this. But bring that if everybody does exactly what they expect from him, that's the key. That's the key. And I think, you know, they need somebody really strong who knows this and is working on this big time with them. Then you can be successful. Other way, there's no other way around. I hope you come back, man. I, I would just love to see you come back. I'd love to see what you could do with this team. Um, 
like I said, I, I you know we, we got it. Like you said, also we we got a good team. They got they got talent. I'd I'd love to see what you could do coaching wise to to turn this thing around. Yeah, I'm. I would love to. I'll be honest to you. I would love to do this and and to to try this. You know, this is something. You know, it's always a challenge. You know, for a coach when you when you get something in in your hand and it's not really working very well to make it work. Really to make it work. You know. But you have to work hard and you have to work every day and you have to go in everybody's brain day by day. When you see somebody, take him to the side, talk to him, tell him exactly what you're expecting from him. Nothing else. I want to see this and nothing else. This is what they need. They need a very strong personality who is tactically really strong. This is, in my opinion, what they need. I don't think that the, the ownership made mistakes to bring these players. They just made one mistake. They don't have this one, you know, who is he's doing this 100% correct. This is what I believe. Mm-hmm. Because it's all some of the players. They, they, they have tools. No question about this. But yeah. they do more than this. You know, and this has to change dramatically and fast. Because otherwise you can bring in more players and here could play and here could play. It will not work. The system has to work 100% correct on top of this. The talent right. is there. But make Listen. it work. I want to. I know this is a very uh, we're we're a weird country the way we run stuff, especially uh, with the craptacular. Uh, that's for Scotty went uh, about with you know with a split season. Now we've never even under you we never really did well in that first half of the season. We we always made up ground in that second half where there were a lot more matches. Uh, is that is that are we in a does does that help us at all? That yeah, we, we we're not doing really well right now, but we we only got through that little mini season, and we still have the big portion left. Does that help us? The question is because you know, I tell you something. That's a secret. You know what I tell you now. I was always in the locker room, and I told my players, I tell you something, guys. We can choose now. Either way, already at the beginning, a relatively strong team. But then we will suffer some on the way. Because when you practice 100% in a physical kind of way, what they would need for to have such a long season in front of them, you suffer 100% in the first part of the season. But then you are getting stronger. And I was still, we always made this, this, this up. We were discussing this. I had Raul, you know, on my side with this because I told Raul what I'm really want from him. I said, we are practicing now, despite the fact that we will lose games at the beginning, but we will be the strongest team from the middle to the end of the season. And I think this is the most important part of the season. Because when you, for example, work six weeks, then you are yeah. able to play, for example, six weeks on a very strong at a high level. As long as you work, you know, the weeks, as long as you will play very well. So you have to sacrifice somehow all along the way. Most of the coaches make mistakes with this. And we took this at the beginning. And we knew because they had tired legs from the practice we made. They were, were slower than usually they are because of the practice what we still did at the beginning. But I knew from week to week it will get better. They will get faster. They will get in a better shape. And all of a sudden they are even with the other one. And then they're even better than the other one. And then you will win the games and you will make the points. This is what we always did, Chris. And I don't think that these people understand this. 
I think I'm losing my ability to do your accent, too, because I haven't talked to you in a while, so I'm kind of slacking. i got to practice it some more if you come back. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see what comes out. But you anyway should invite me, you know, on a private basis. You owe me already so much beer, you, I cannot even tell you this, you know? Listen, you you fly back here. You fly back here. You and uh, you and the girlfriend Valerie. How do you pronounce her name? How correctly? How do you pronounce it correctly? Valeria. Valeria. You and Valeria could stay here. You don't have to get a hotel. You come here. You stay here. And we'll have a great time. We're anyways considering already to go there, you know, because I really feel sorry because I still have contact with some of the players, of course, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, I really want to see that because some of them are suffering. Some of them are asking me I should help them with the club and everything, but I will not do this. Of course not, because the strikers is still my team. But, right. you know, it's possible that anyways we will come. And maybe it come already for a reason then, you know. We will see. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know you said you saw some highlights. Uh, who did, did anybody stand out? You were like, whoa, that's pretty good. I think they have good players. This is what I think. I really yeah. believe that they have a lot of talent there. I believe so. I just don't think that this is a team. And I just don't think they, they work as a team. I also don't think that each player knows exactly what he should do on the field. He does just what he thinks he should do on the field. You know, so this is not synchron, not at all. You know, this is what you have to change. But this takes time, Chris. You can't do this only in an, a little bit in an off time, you know, to, to really do, to practice this every day. When he makes this move there, you go there. When he goes there, you have to go there. You know, and all of this, then the stepping up, the falling back and all this. This does not work there, not at all. It, it looks to me that nobody knows exactly what you should do there. It's not about the, the personal thing from each one player. It's about the tactical stuff there. It just doesn't work. You know, I think they, they don't know what some of them should do. You know, mm-hmm. even when they have the talent and everything. But, for example, when you play with a back four, as soon you play the ball up front, you know, the ball goes over the thing, you have to step up. I'm not seeing this at all. They are not stepping mm-hmm. up. They're still staying there where they are staying. These are certain things what you just have to do. European coaches know this. European coaches have to do because the talent is in Brazil, is in, in, in South America. Anyways, you know, with, with all the, the, best, the best players. But technically, nobody touches that, that the European. I'm sorry to say this, but that's the way it is because we don't have this talent. So we have to play tactically stronger to still mm-hmm. achieve our goals. You know, and this is exactly what I'm, I'm missing there. You see, we we had some real keeper issues, right? You saw that. I mean, we we lost yeah, yeah, two keepers that. for major injuries. You know, and you know, Lionel's great. He's very athletic. I just don't think the experience is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we we brought in an MLS guy. Um, you know, I thought he played yeah, decent, yeah. but you know, we we still mm-hmm. lost. You know, we still we still mm-hmm. lost. So, mm-hmm. but, but we had four different starters one. in nine games. Yeah, yeah. No, but what I didn't understand, I have to tell you this honestly. I was reading Lionel Brown was the keeper of the week, you know. He got this award. Yes. I don't know when it was, 14 days ago, three weeks ago. I don't even know when it was. The next round, he was not playing. You know, that's a tough call for somebody. <laughs> when, when, you, um, when you do something, Chris, when you do something, let's say in your job, and you get awarded from the work of the week, but next day they take you out because, you know, they don't 
they don't count on you. I mean, that's that's a brutal thing, you know. This is how you ruin something, somebody's, you know, uh, strength, what he was just building up, you know. So this mm-hmm. was a really tough call for me. So this is a no-no. I mean, no, it's I, a I, no-no. I mean- we, we've been doing stuff like that a lot. I mean, we've had guys that played well, and they didn't start the following week. We've had yeah, guys. And then, listen, don't get me wrong. I love Mavis. I think he's a great goalkeeper. But that mm-hmm. that was a weird decision. We, we all thought. We thought the sheriff would be starting you. You bring in a guy from the MLS, mm-hmm. and you start Mavis, mm-hmm. but Mavis played great. So he stayed in. Yeah. Then he gets hurt. Yeah. Then, he, then, then the then, uh, sheriff gets hurt. And then you get Lionel, and th- then they he plays great. They pull him. They get him, bring in another MLS guy. Right, yeah. Now, it was very confusing. For somebody who knows this business a little bit, when I, look, I was looking at the lineups also, you know, and so on, I was, was seeing the highlights by the thing. So certain things were not like, uh, I think, you know, they should have done this. But they never paid already the, the, the bill for this. You know, they are second last now. Tied with the last place, and this is not what Florida deserves, and not what the strikers deserve. You know, this is I something agree. what has to change. Yeah. I agree. I hope you come back, bro. We, we would love to have you back. We miss you dearly, and uh, you're you're just a great person. Besides being a great coach, destroy your thing there. You know, you have such a the the pink peak there. No, where you have the the coins inside. No, how do you call this? The money. The, yeah, the money, the money peak, you know. Destroy yeah. oh. this, go to the strike and say, I want this coach, you know, and you pay. Yeah, I'll, hey, listen, I'll, I'll work for free. I'll work for free. If they need some help around to to, to, to scrape up some Gunther money, I'm in. I'll work for free. How many hours no, a week you need? About, it's, not, it's not the money anyways, Chris, you know this. I think, I don't know for sure, but I think it was the, I don't know if I was the cheapest one, but it was one of the, of the, the lowest paid coaches in the whole league, 100%. 100%. Because for this money, nobody from Europe would go anywhere as a coach. Especially me. I made 20 times this amount which I paid was the club. So I was really there with all my heart and everything. Because I liked it. The, the owners, you know, at the time we were working together. Tom was a great person, you know, for me to work with. So he's, he really became my friend all over the years. So, And this was really worth, you know, to sacrifice money also. You know, but it doesn't matter. Then the fans, I think, very seldom that I had a relationship with fans like I had with you guys. You know, because it was it was just fun. You know, to see you to 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 celebrate together and everything. It was just something special. And this this you know you don't have this often in professional soccer. This is a very rare thing. You know, but we had this. We established this. And you know, you should not destroy this. You know, when you are owners and you come this, come on, this is something completely special. You know, this is. So don't don't just step on this, you know. But it doesn't matter. That's the way it is, you know. I know. I hear well, you. We'll see. Let's see what comes out, Chris. So I got your T-shirts. I got your address. Open. Oh, sorry. Perfect. And send send to the owner my telephone number, okay? <laughs> All right. I, I, listen, I think they have a really good idea of who we want back. I think we we show yeah. Saturday night who we really want back. So let's yeah. hope. It would be great, man. I, I think. Let's hey, see. listen. You know, b- before before um, I let you go, I wanted to tell you this. I-, I really thought that when the new ownership came in, after hearing their side of the story, because Rafa was cool enough to come over here, get on the show, and talk to us, I ca- you know I kind of understood some stuff. But two things I didn't understand was this: why not keep the coach, 
and at least one cornerstone player that the fans really enjoy and love. That way the fans could have somebody, at least a couple of people to relate to, to, you know, to make it more comfortable and easy for them to come back the following year and bring other people. I, I just really thought, like, maybe, you know, definitely you. And then either a Sparky or a Fafa or a Darnell King. Yeah, some yeah, some yeah. key cornerstone guy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree 100%. But you know what I think, Chris? I really believe this. I think that they, is a lot of other ones also which are in, in soccer or are doing something in soccer there. A lot of them underestimate this league. A lot. They think, you know, because they come from the epicenter of great soccer from Brazil. When you go there, we take some players from there and there, you know, they, they play for not too much money and everything, and we dominate this league. This is what they thought. They will come and say, because it's, I, I always have this in my, in my ear, you know, as they made the speeches there and everything, they said, we want to become multiple champions. This is what they said. We want to win the championship, of course, because now you already won the final. We will come and we will win the championship. You know, they were underestimating this league Big time. Big time. But just coming from a country where you have the best players doesn't mean that you will dominate the league somewhere. You know, this mm-hmm. is not how it works. You have to work as you have to work very hard, you have to bring top players, but really top players. And this is not what, what, what is there right now. Not at all, you know. We should all forget about the past, work together and make it work again because for all it deserves a good soccer team. Come on. Love that. Can you say that one more time? No. Oh, come on. That was awesome. That's exactly how oh. I feel. I love that. That's <laughs> now, listen, when I send you those shirts, my return address is going to be on there. I, I want something of yours, bro. I do. A jersey, something with your name on it. I will, I will send you something for sure, Chris, because yep. we are really, you know, already a lot in, in, in your debt, you know, so we have to do something for you anyways, you know? Yeah, that's right. Besides, you are in debt. Yeah, besides whatever, you can get everything here, you know. Also, my dog you can get. You know, the big one. The big one? All right. Yeah, I, I want something of yours <laughs> yeah. for the Kudio, man. Something like that has your name on it. be really cool, you know. I, I'm for sure coming there. I, I promise you, anyways, come soon there, you know. Okay. If not I'm going to take you up on that. not officially with somebody, but, but I come there in private there, you know. You're coming to work. Don't even, don't even, don't even mess around. You're coming to work. Okay. You got, to, you got okay, some work yeah. to do. You got to straighten my team out. You got to get us winning. You got to get us back to the championship. You're going to be busy when you get back here. Well, okay, I would love to. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> because I'm already going like an eighty old now. Because I was carrying three stumps today. I did <laughs> work. You would not believe this. So I need to go to Florida again. Okay. Yeah, you don't need to work like that. That's yeah. slavery work. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. I have to come. I have to come, Chris. I agree. That'd be so awesome. Talk to the owners, and I'm there tomorrow. Hello. They should send me a ticket, okay? And okay. Then I'm there. First okay, class. Good. First class. No. No. I fly even in the in the luggage thing behind you know. <laughs> Dying to come back, ain't you, Cooch? Yeah. That's awesome. All right, Coach. Well, listen. I'll let you go. Thank you so much for calling in. I can't wait for everybody to hear yeah, this. We okay. we totally love and miss you and. uh well, hopefully we get you back one day. It's gonna, it would be great. I hope so, too. Chris, it was, was a pleasure talking to you, and anyways, we'll send you something also, okay? All right. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. Okay. You're welcome. 
All right, brother. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. My God, just hearing that guy's voice and just oh, that passion and that love and just being fired up. It's just, you know, it's just awesome. Just awesome. Absolutely love that guy. I hope he comes back one day. I really do. I think uh, I think the fans would love to see him back. I think he would love to be back. It's a win-win for everybody. I mean, who's not going to be excited to hear Gunther's back? Listen, wouldn't that be great if we found out in the offseason that Gunther was coming back? I mean, you, we're out at the pubs. We're talking about strikers. We're talking U.S. women's soccer. We're, you know, the Gunther's coming back. Oh, my God. It, it's, it's some excitement that could really happen. And uh, maybe bring this team back to fruition, back to the winning team that we are, you know, the, the team that went to the finals last year. Well, it's me all by myself, so I really don't have a lot of people to talk to, so kind of out of stuff to talk about. Plus, you only tuned in for Guter anyway, and who the hell could blame you? All right, so listen, make sure you're tuned back in uh, Thursday night. That's in two days at 7 o'clock to listen to the tailgate show. Uh, I think it's going to be, I think Justin's out again. He's on vacation. I think he's at Niagara Falls or something. I don't know if he'll still be there then. But anyway, we got uh, we got Scott Went, Matt Abbey going to be here with me. Um, that's going to be the group. And then uh, we have a special guest coming in. We have Neil Blackman coming in. Uh, Neil's a big striker fan, knows a lot about Coach Gunther, knows a lot about what's going on with, uh, with the strikers team and organization. We're going to talk to him about that, plus all the women's soccer stuff. You know, he writes a blog there for the U.S. men's, a, you know, but he's all into all the U.S. stuff. Uh, so make sure you tune in Thursday night for that. And that's it, boys and girls. I hope you enjoyed Gunther. I know I did. Tune in Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Make sure you're here. All right? You got to be here because it's going to be fun. Bring us back, Gunther. Bring us back to the glory days, Gunther. Greece, I will try to bring you back to the glory days. It's not 100%. It's not easy, but I will try. Greece. <laughs>